and that's what there you go was about I, myself. I, know I don't that shine I, do I glow and it's seeping out of my pores that I'm a survivor a strong work. woman and not one to be tested don't be afraid to glow as a matter of fact <laughs> the more it scares you the more you should do it hello beautiful people hola mi gente I want to welcome you to the Gloma podcast so the purpose of the Glow Mob podcast, I just want to reiterate this, is growth and elevating, glowing up. Um, everything that I do and I'm associate, associated with has the word glow in it. Um, it's not a coincidence. Um, everything I started in 2019 from my boutique to things that are in my books that are published to my website slash blog um to this podcast <laughs> um i think it's really important to lift one another up as people because i know there are some men that listen to this podcast um i cater it towards women because i think it's i think that we need to have a place to empower one another and just using the examples of the life that i've lived in order to do that you know I just choose to put myself out there. It's part of doing it anyway, right? What episode is the most listened to episode by far is the one called Do It Scared. And if you haven't heard that podcast episode, I just recommend that you do. And also listen to the podcast episode called Don't Downplay Your Pretty. Um, Don't let the title fool you. It's not about being pretty. It's about more than that. But I'm a provocative person, so sometimes I will make a title that's going to provoke you. You know, I like pushing buttons sometimes. <laughs> um, so, I have to admit, um, as I'm recording this right now, I'm not even sure if this is going to be something that I'm going to publish. So if you happen to be hearing it, then I decided to publish it. Um... You know, it is things, it's just really weird right now. And it's not just about Kobe Bryant dying, you know, um, and his daughter. It's, things have just been weird um, over the past couple of weeks. And it, there's like an, an awakening, um, but it's, it's weird. And it's, 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 it makes you feel uneasy a little bit. At least I've been feeling that way. I don't know if some of you have or not. And I felt the need to just be open and honest about a couple of things for the purpose of glowing up. Um, you know, life is hard. <laughs> and some of you might be like, yeah, duh, I know life is hard. But when I say... Life is really difficult for some of us that some of you have no idea. And some of you have no idea because many of us, I'm talking about me and some other people, we walk around and we have an air of confidence and we have this glow about us. I know I do. And there's nothing wrong with talking about myself like that. Um, we have that thing you know, that a lot of people are like, you know, 
What is it? And when they don't understand that they attribute words to us like stuck up, conceited, whatever. Um, but I want to let you know, before you judge someone next time, consider the battles that this person might be facing or that they have faced. I, a lot of things came rushing to me today about the amount of things that I have survived in my life. And I'm not even, I'm still in my 30s from child abuse to being on my own at such an early age. Not only just being on my own, but being on my own in New York City, which is a totally different level than being on your own in anywhere else. I'm sorry. It just is. Um, at 15. And I was just kind of thinking about that's why I, I titled this podcast episode Sola, because it really just kind of settled into me that I really don't have any friends. I really don't. And I really don't have any family. Not one. I mean, these people that are, you know, labeled family, they exist, but we're not close. And when I really started to navigate through the growth and through the tears and through the shame of so many different things in therapy, for, for I've been going to therapy for a really long time, but been doing the bulk of the work over the last four years. And once you start really putting this stuff out on the table, you know, I found another strength inside of me, not a... A survivor that I had to be my whole life, but I found a level of strength that is just different. And um, it can be really difficult when you're strong because when you're strong and you're, resil you're resilient and you're a goal crusher and you're doing these things because then people don't feel like they need to catch check up on you. People feel like they got it. She got it. And little do you know that most of the time, yeah, I do got it. I do. My strength comes from God because I don't know how I'm even here half of the time from everything that has gone on, everything that I've survived. Um, even after my childhood going to war and traveling to all of these places, there's so many times that I should not have been here if you would have wrote it down on paper it just doesn't make any sense and um but I get weak at times and I get tired as well just like everybody else I get down but see the difference is and some of you probably can relate to this is when I need that crutch when I need that shoulder, there's nobody there. But when people need that crutch or when people need that shoulder, they come to me. Because they know I'm going to give it to them straight. And they know I don't really, I, I don't do the whole fluff and foreplay thing. You know what I'm saying? In this capacity, you know, I don't do that. Life, it, I just don't really have time to beat around the bush. But that doesn't mean that I'm not suffering or I'm not having a bad day, or I don't feel alone, or I don't feel, you know what I'm saying? I'm human. 
And sometimes everything that I've been through, I'll have flashbacks from trauma, from traumatic events, and it gets really, really difficult. But I have to pull myself back up. I can't stay down. I simply cannot. Last year, in 2019, I am actually from January to close to June, I was battling a a depression that I don't even, sometimes I really don't even understand how I'm here because I didn't want to live. I asked God to, to take me. I was like, I don't understand why I'm, why I'm here. Why did you bring me so far only to have me here? You know what I'm saying? And listen to me. I'm not speaking from a victim standpoint. You will never hear me talk about my experiences and my life as a victim. Because a victim I am not. I am a victor. However, that doesn't mean pain never existed. That doesn't mean that you might hear you might not hear me tear up a little bit or get a little bit angry. I'm human. Um this was the hardest thing I think I've faced in my adult years. Um I don't even know where the time went. I just knew that I was on I just was on my couch. Um I was on all different types of medication. Um it was it was really horrible. I wasn't I wasn't taking care of myself, self-care. I had lost 37 pounds and it wasn't due to diet or exercise. I literally was on the couch for days. I would wear the same clothes. Um I wasn't showering, I wasn't doing my hair, my skin was looking crazy, you know, but I was working with a therapist who really was the only person in my life that was helping me. And slowly but surely, after a long, long period of, I wasn't even crying, I was, it was like I was just a dead woman walking. I was, the sadness had gone to a place that was so deep within my spirit that it, I felt numb. But slowly, as I was taking medication a couple of times, I almost got admitted to the hospital. Um, and, you know, I just totally forgot about, not forgot about God. I couldn't even talk to him. I couldn't even bring my lips to mutter a word to speak to him because well, part of it was because I just was, I was totally checked out. Now, I don't know why these things happen. You know, some psychologists and the community of psychology say that it's a chemical imbalance or whatever. I'm a psych major. I should know more. But right now, I'm really not even thinking about that. I'm telling you this for a reason. So after going through all of that, I'm telling you, I don't even know. Just thinking about it right now, I'm amazed. Because after going to therapy and taking some medications, not taking, well, it was only, I was on three. I was on three medications, an anti-anxiety, an antidepressant, and something to help me sleep. Um, 
which ironically, I was sleeping a lot. I was sleeping 16 hours a day. I was barely awake. Um, and that's what the depression can do to you as well. Um, so anyway, slowly but surely, it was like I started to emerge as if I was being born. And then I began to write. And then I ended up writing my first book, the first edition of 101 Dating Red Flags, and publishing it. <laughs> Two weeks out of a depression. Now, who does that? I don't know. And then I started a boutique. And then I, and everything just started taking trajectory. And then I started a podcast. This podcast used to have a different name. And I was up to about 30-something episodes. But something in me just kind of said, you know what? This is not the way I want it to go. So I exited all of that. You're getting the new and improved where we are, what, six episodes in. And it just wasn't flowing the way I needed it to flow. You know, if I'm going to put something out there, I need to put it out there to the to the level and the standard that I really want it to be out there, not just for the sake of putting it out there. Um, and just so many things happened. <laughs> and there was just so much growth. And I, I truly know and believe in my heart that sometimes we have to be put in certain situations in order to grow. Because had I not gone through that, I would never want to go through that again. <laughs> but had I not, I wouldn't have such a joy in my spirit like I have now an appreciation for life. There's so many things and I, I'm not going to go down the list of all of them. But I'm stronger for it. I'm better for it. And each thing, each each. Each person, as I've navigated through life, that has tried to knock me down from my mother was the first person that tried to knock me down, that tried to destroy me, actually. Why? Who knows? She's forgiven. You know what I'm saying? I don't talk to her. I never will. And um, that's that. Each person that has tried to destroy me from her to sisters to friends, well, people who said they were friends to just all kinds of t institutions to when I was in the army, to when I was overseas, to they never won. They never succeeded. They never, ever succeeded. In fact, many of the people who tried to do it ended up getting worse put on them than what they did, than what they tried to do to me or what they tried to say to me. So why am I telling you all of this? I'm telling you all of this because I need you to understand to get this deep down in your soul somewhere. There's going to be very few of you that can really relate to this. To what it's like to be completely sola, by yourself, alone in the world. I'm talking no in case of emergency person. Can you imagine what that feels like? I mean, I'm not all in my feelings about that because I'm something I've always been used to. I used to have to lie and make up names and phone numbers, go into emergency rooms. When I first started having it, uh, panic attacks, um, as it really makes you feel like you're going to die, I didn't know what, what was going on with me. I was going to emergency rooms and they were like, <laughs> you know, who do we call and this and that? 
look, I don't want to look like a weirdo, so I'm going to make up whoever's. Or I put my name on there. And actually, I think one time I just told them, look, I don't, I don't have anybody. But there's such a peace within me now because I know that I never did anything to these people. And this is why I have I have a problem and I will always go against anyone um vocally who tries to sit here and say that people everyone doesn't have someone because of something that they did. And that's not necessarily true. I still don't know. I, the the family part I've already, you know, whatever. I don't have family, that's fine. But I kind of know why I don't have real friends. And most of it is because I spent 38 years of my life being damaged. I've spent 38 years of my life being in survival mode. You know, everyone was temporary to me. This was like, okay, I have to lay my head here. I'm 15, 16 years old. I got to lay my head here for two days. You're not thinking about building long-lasting friendships, you know? And then when I joined the military, I did form some bonds with some people, but I was still damaged. And when you're damaged, you end up choosing a lot of damaged people. And when you're damaged, you you don't really have the capacity to make good judgments. I wasn't making good judgments. All of, all of these years, I wasn't making good judgments when it came to selecting individuals to be in my life. Even the wealthy men, I will get to that in one podcast, preferably when I do an interview or banter back and forth with someone else. I've dated all kinds of wealthy men when I was in Dubai and this and that. And even though they had money and were spending money on me, I was still damaged. Like, money doesn't change anything. And I know there's a lot of you that think that it does, but let me tell you something. I've been in a position where I made way well into six figures, $160,000 a year to be exact. And I was dating men of wealth, so I never had to spend my own money. And I was the most miserable person ever. I didn't have to look at price tags. I was getting Tiffany jewelry. I was getting this and that. Everything that I wanted. Vacation, shopping sprees. You pick it out where you want to go. Oh, I want to go here for seven days. Let's go. Book it. Blah, blah, blah. Whatever I wanted. People would be like, how much did that cost? I don't know. And I don't have cheap taste. So, you know, I remember I was staying in the presidential suite um, with this guy. (laughs) at the Raffles um, Resort in Dubai. I mean, this suite was so big that you could easily, 15 people would be very comfortable inside of there. The balcony alone was bigger than... (laughs) Actually, there were two balconies, or terraces, rather, um, was was the size of a three, four-bedroom apartment. It was crazy. I'm telling you, it was crazy. And beautiful. And a lot of these pictures I posted on my blog, you can go ahead and check them out. It's called theglowupblog.com. Not saying that you think I'm lying, but I'm just saying if you want to see this type of luxury, I've posted. And I'm also um, getting the rest of my photos together and stuff like that. And we'll be posting more as time goes along. A lot of my pictures got lost in iCloud, but thank God some of them. 
I have been able to recover and I'm actually making these photo books now and naming them by each country. So I just got one for Dominican Republic. So all the times that I've been to DR, I now have about 192 page a photo book of that. So that should be coming in the next couple of weeks. And then I'll post that on my blog and show you what it looks like and stuff like that. So make sure you, you know, save it as a favorite or whatever. But I'm telling you this because I've seen the best of the best and I've seen the worst of the worst. <laughs> and I'm not really someone who's very concerned about what people say about me. People have been talking about me for since I'm little. You know, when I was at home getting abused and experiencing trauma, I was going to school and chicks were hating on me because I'm pretty. Yeah, I'm pretty. I know I'm pretty. There's nothing wrong with, as a matter of fact, take a moment and say to yourself what your best quality is. Well, I don't think that's my best quality, but just name something that you think is gorgeous about yourself. There's nothing wrong with knowing that. Do you feel me? We get so wrapped up in this, oh, you know, she loves her skin. She loves her hair. She loves her life. So what? What does that have to do with you? Another woman's gain is not your loss. And that's something that you really need to start drilling inside of your head if you don't know. Keep listening to this podcast. You will get you'll get it eventually. It's going to snap inside of your mind. That in every in um 101 day in red flags. And actually, I also have a workbook that goes along with my book as well. I'm going to talk about that on the next podcast a whole lot more. But there's a lot of exercises for you to do that are going to elevate, that's going to help you with your self-esteem. It's not just about dating. It's not getting yourself right to date someone. It's about getting yourself right for you, for you, because if you're not right, Trust me, I know this. Then I just tell you, I was damaged for so long. <laughs> I made some poor judgment judgments. Money didn't change it, but if you're not right, nothing that you do is going to be right. Not to say that a lot of the people that I cut off, literally, I was, I was so like, you did, you did me wrong once. I was like, you're gone. Some of these people really did need to need to go. I would probably say out of all of them, it's probably one person that I probably shouldn't have done that with. But for the most part, these were people who were using me um, or, or trying to use me or they were just messed up people. And sometimes that's just the way it is. Every single one of us don't have the same type of life. So the next time you look at someone and they're pretty and they have the head held high, you just know. She has scabs on her knees from the times that she's been on the floor praying to God. Every single one of us is facing a battle. I don't care who you are or how much money you had. I had battles when I had money. I had battles when I was living overseas. I had battles in the States. I had battles when I was a child. It doesn't matter. It's always going to be another battle, no matter what level that you're on. That's just the way it is. It's just going to change form and shape. The more you glow up, the more you level up, guess what? You're going to have more battles. And you can set the intention and be like, oh, this day is going to be amazing. And then you can wake up and try to fight that feeling so hard. And then it turns out to be kind of bad. And that's how my day was. But what I what I decided to do is to feel it. 
instead of trying not to. Instead of trying to put it away and ignore my, I, I let myself feel it. And sometimes you just have to do that. Spend some time in it. Pray about it. Write about it. Do pray and write about it. Read your Bible. Whatever you have to go, go take a walk. Whatever it is. But don't do that to negate your feelings. Honor your feelings. Don't do that to negate what's going on with you. Do that to kind of help you figure out what it is so you can get to the root of it. So you know what? Tomorrow is another day, God willing. Tomorrow is another day, so let's rock on. What I'm doing right now is I'm using the pain that I felt today and I'm pouring it out into a podcast to show other people that you can be at the lowest level of your life and get back up again. It used to bother me when holidays came up because I don't have family and I don't have friends either. I'm just starting to make healthy friendships because it was just in 2019 where I made a huge breakthrough in therapy and re- and, and it, we realized, when I say we, I'm talking about my therapist and myself, um, that a lot of the offenses and things like that, I was I was in survival mode for so long, you can't even imagine. There was a breaking, there was a shift. And now I'm so different. <laughs> I'm so different. And I'm telling you, I, we'll talk about all that in another one. Trust me, it's going to come up. You're going to, as slowly as we kind of go through these other podcasts, I'm going to use examples in my life and examples in those that I know. And even when I do interviews and speak to other people, we're going to talk real talk. That's why I'm only interested in talking to people who are not going to sugarcoat anything. I, I don't have time to for the foreplay game. You know what I'm saying? You're taking time out of your life that you can't get back. And I'm going to give you the real. That's it. That's what it is. But see, remember how I said in the beginning of this podcast, you can tell your story. You can see yourself and you can tell your story from two different standpoints. You could be a victim or you could be the victor. As I'm telling you about these things, these are tragic. (laughs) These are tragic things. They're really messed up. Do I sound like a victim to you, though? Do I sound like I'm blaming anyone? No, I take responsibility for my part in it. But to be honest with you, in the family area, I didn't do anything to them. I think they don't like me because something happened before I was born. I'm the youngest of seven, and something happened. It could be that they don't like my father, or by the time my mother got to me, she just said, I'm done. This is the one I'm going to abuse and kick around and whatever. And that's it. So you know what I said when I was 13? I said, I'm done. (laughs) I'm done. So it started running away. I was in foster care, all types of things. We will get to that in another podcast. But I wanted to name this one Sola. Sola means solo. (laughs) It means by itself. It means alone. Because truly... I am alone as it stands on this earth. I have a connection to God. 
Now, you're going to hear some reckless things come out of my mouth in some of these podcasts. But that doesn't mean that I'm less connected to God. That doesn't mean I don't believe in God. That doesn't mean that God doesn't love me. Don't judge me. Don't listen to the cursed words or anything like that. Listen to the message. Listen to the message and listen to how it's going to apply to your life. I don't. I didn't curse in this podcast. I didn't curse in this at all. But every now and then I drop an F-bomb. <laughs> I don't care about the judgment. I truly don't. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? I'm good with him. He, his opinion matters. And you need to start getting like that about yourself as well. A lot of you are walking around worried about what other people are thinking. A lot of of you are in pain right now. A lot of you are in pain. Your pain might not be similar to the pain that I had gone through at one point. But a lot of you are in pain. Or will be. Or know what it's like. Very little. Some of you might know what it's like. To be sola. Or solo. Some of you might know what that's like. Some of you might be with people. And still feel alone. So. I need you to understand. Because I'm solution based. I don't like to present a problem or a situation or a struggle and not show how on the other side it manifested in some form. And it has. It's manifested. Does that mean that I'm not going to have a bad day every now and then? No, of course not. I had a bad day today. I consider it a bad day in the, in the sense of it was very emotional for me. Um, there were a lot of things that have come up that I haven't thought about in a long time. And No one person was meant to be an island. So I'm having to begin where most of you began at 12 years old, getting to know people and making friends. I'm just now able to do that. Just now. Because when I was damaged, I was still traveling. I didn't spend, I was in one place, I think for maybe a year or two. And I'm talking, I was country hopping. This wasn't just in the United States. This was Korea. This was Europe, throughout Europe. This was the Middle East. This was Dubai. This was Kuwait. This was all over the world. You know, I'm in one place for two years. And you can't really formulate relationships at those times. You know, you, when you're, you know, when you're hopping and popping and moving around. And with the type of work that I was doing, it really didn't call for that. I worked seven days a week, 12 hours a day. You know what I'm saying? So really what my thing was is let me find somebody to help me pass the time, if you know what I'm saying. And that, and thus, you know, I was with some dudes from time to time. We'll talk about them. Trust me, I got some stories for you. We're going to be laughing. <laughs> We're going to be laughing. You're going to be like, did you really do that? Yep. <laughs> We're going to be laughing. But Where it matters and where it counts for me is beginning with myself. And if I can't look in the mirror and like myself, then I got, what's what's the point? And I do. I love myself. And I love the woman that I've become. And I also recognize the things that I've done. I recognize the things that have happened to me. And I'm walking into this, this beautiful new chapter of, okay, you know what I'm saying? I'm equipped. But the thing is, <laughs> the what comes along with this 
is people still judge you based on your looks. They judge you based on how you show up. Judge, 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 judge. I started going to church for the first time. I wasn't raised in church or nothing like that. I never. And I had a lot of problems with the females in the church. Not me having a problem with them, but them having problems with me. Going to Bible study and stuff like that. I don't like her. She thinks she's cute. Same old stuff. I thought Christians were supposed to be different. But I didn't let it stop me from going to the church. I just didn't mess with them no more. And sometimes I see them in passing. Sometimes I don't. Look, you're not on my radar. I don't have time for that. Okay? I'm writing books. You know what I'm saying? I've done some amazing things in my life. And I try to look at that. I try to look back when I do take a moment to look back and realize that I am extremely blessed. It came with a lot of pain. I'm telling you, unspeakable pain, unspeakable trauma. But I've done a whole lot. And I've got to see a whole lot. And I'm appreciative of that. So, I may be sola. And that's all right. For now, a single, none of your business. But, well, let me just be honest. Yes, I'm single right now. That's a part of me that I really just like to keep. You know what I'm saying? But by choice, I don't, I just don't, you know, what what I'm doing right now, a man is a distraction, truly. And I don't want to say everything that I'm doing, every project that I'm working on, because it's going to come to fruition. And then I'm going to go ahead and put it out there and show you how you can be a part as well. Because it's for the sake of building people up, everything that I'm doing. Now, there's a couple of things I'm doing for myself. Um, but um, that stuff will come. That's the, that, is, that news will come out. For those of you who feel alone, no matter whatever your circumstances, for those of you who are really alone, no matter what your circumstances, I need you to listen to me. I know that it hurts. I know that it hurts. It hurts on a level so deep that you don't think anyone else in this world can understand or identify. And that's what we look for in our pain. We look to see if someone else can understand where we're coming from. Has anyone else been through this? Can anyone relate? Am I the only person? Am I crazy? No, you're not. You're not. Absolutely not. I know what it's like to be there. There are going to be some steps that you may have to take to get better. And I would say I would I would begin with, of course, prayer. But if you're not someone who prays, therapy, 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 therapy. You might not like my answer, and that's fine. But if you stay where you are, you're not going to get anywhere. You're going to have to purge this stuff. This stuff has to come out, whatever it is, whatever it is. It could be something that you did. And now you're alone. It could be something that people have done to you. It could be anything. You have to get this out. And if you find just, you know, an old friend or if you meet a new friend, don't don't put this out there on them. Your your budding friendships are not therapy sessions. Okay? There's some things that you just don't need to tell people, at least right away. 
I don't care how strong the connection feels. I made that mistake with someone. We both made that mistake with one another. And now we're not friends. We, because I think that the thing was when we came together, and this is really unusual for me. Because normally I just be like, nah, I'm going to sit back and I'm going to watch you. I don't really rock with too many people like that. But I think when we came together, it was kind of like, okay, we both were just pouring everything out. And it was like too much. I couldn't handle her stuff. I was drowning in her shit and she was drowning in mine. (laughs) And it was like, it didn't work. It didn't work. Your friend is not your therapist. Okay, or your budding friendships, that's not their purpose. Your therapist is your therapist or your pastor. Someone who is trained, someone who is trained or certified or went to school for this is someone who you need to be talking to. You know what I'm saying? Um, At least until you get to a healthy level of it. So regardless of how you show up, you need to understand that you are enough. You might be a, a you might feel like a mess right now. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You might feel like I felt today, like a total mess. But you know one thing I wasn't telling myself? I wasn't saying I'm a failure. I wasn't talking about regret or anything like that. I just was in my feelings. Plus I got my period too, so that that might be part of it. You know what I'm saying? But you need to understand you are allowed to have a bad day of shit. You're allowed to have a bad week. But if it goes a little bit beyond the week, that's kind of pushing into depression territory. So you definitely want to talk to someone. I encourage you to follow people who um, inspire you. Follow people who are going to uh, force you to do better. There's some great things on my blog the com, and you can also follow me on instagram i'm at pieces of india and on there i'm going to be posting and providing more services on my blog it's just me and i have books podcast boutique blog i know i'm missing something Oh, and that other thing that I'm not going to talk. I have about six things going on (laughs) that are big. So I can't really, you know, know, sometimes the blog actually is, because the blog has so much on it already, sometimes I kind of don't go back there. Now, my goal is to post something at least once a week or a couple of times a week. I have some recipes coming for you. I have some more travel pictures. I'm also an interior designer, so I have some more projects that I've done. Go check it out. Sign in, make an account. You know something? I'm about to end here, but I'm about to end this podcast but episode, but I just want to say something. I remember when I first started my blog, there was this girl... And she seemed like she was so cool. You know, she was from New York, too. And I remember when I started it. And she was in a really horrible place. Very, very bad. And that's how we related, right? Because I was damaged then as well. (laughs) Thank God I shed that skin. Because the people that I realized I was picking before, I would never pick them now. I would never. But anyway, what we had in common is pain. So, um... 
when I started the blog, when I was starting to, you know, I was starting, I was like, I, you know, I could do better than this. You know what I'm saying? And I'm starting to inch away and, and do things and stuff. I remember she was like, oh, I went to it, you know, and this and that. And she's like, but in order to comment, I have to sign in. And I was like, in order to comment on Facebook, don't you have to sign in? In order to comment on Instagram, don't you have to sign in? And Twitter, and in order to comment on anything that's worth a damn, you have to sign in and make an account. She threw a hissy fit about this so bad. And don't you know, I never talked to her again. I was like, yeah, just goodbye. You know what I'm saying? You'll realize that the, the, the more you build yourself up and the more you, you develop a you know, a sense of self, the more you're going to develop a backbone. And you don't need anybody. You don't need anyone to do that for you. You feel what I'm saying? This is work. It takes work and you can do it. But just know they talk about you no matter if you're good or bad. They, they, they. I don't care about they. They, they, they. They're, most of they, they're not doing anything. With their lives, with their time. You know what they do on social media? They stalk other people's pages. You know what you do on social media and people like me? We promote ourselves. We build other people up. We're not stalking other people's pages and all up in their comments. Like, it's ridiculous. It really is. It's 2020. Most of these people are like 40 plus. Acting stupid. I don't care what age you are. Grow up. It's just not, it's not cute. There's nothing cute about it. They love to criticize no matter what, but they're not doing anything themselves. I was done with her immediately. I was like, you know what, you, you, and then, you know what, you know, another good way to judge if someone's for you. And I know that I'm kind of getting a little bit off. And that's because I didn't do talking points for this. I'm literally speaking off the dome and from my heart in this episode. So let someone know. Something that you did. Now remember, I did a podcast episode and I said clap for yourself. That's the name of it. You can go ahead and listen to that. Trust me, we're not too deep in to where you can't listen to episode one through five. We're only on number six. There's some really good points in all of these episodes. Trust that are going to set you up um, to excel. Anyway, she just could not fix her face to say anything positive. It was all negative. Now, trust me, I don't need anyone to clap for myself, for me, and neither do you. And that's why I said clap for yourself. Everyone's not going to celebrate you. I go into the whole reason why. Just listen to that podcast episode. But I was just like, okay, yeah, I I peeped that. And look, you can, you, you don't, just because some people aren't for you and you're not for them, never fall apart when they fall off. There's no need to. There's no reason to. They're just not your tribe and you're not theirs. And now that I'm not living with covered in a fence, covered and ready to punch you in your face the moment you say something wrong or throw you down a flight of stairs. Now that I'm not in that way, I see things very different. I actually take a step back and I think about it and I kind of process it a little bit. And I admit it takes a while. Because I'm so used to having that knee-jerk reaction of cursing you that I'm telling you. 
I will curse you out. And not, I wouldn't say some things that were so crazy that you would be like, what? <laughs> My goal when I used to curse people out multiple times a week was to literally, well, not literally, was to slit your throat with my tongue. I went for the most insecure thing about yourself. I went for the deepest thing inside of you, and I exposed that. That's what I used to do because I was hurt myself. As I embark on this journey, I'm very excited to meet other women and men who are of substance and not people who just want to be around you for the purpose of what? You know what I'm saying? And now that I am in this, this, <laughs> and this is, this is not something that happened overnight. This has been a long, this has been four years of work, intensive therapy. After that depression, this has been, this is not no new year, new me, anything. You know what I'm saying? A lot of the things that I'm doing now have been things that I've been doing for the last six months steadily. So you got this. Sometimes you're not going to feel like your best self. Allow you, allow yourself to feel it. But one thing I need to caution you is if this goes beyond a week, I'm not talking a seven-day week. I'm talking a work week. I'm saying five days. That's the territory where it starts to become, you're going into a depression and you need to speak to someone. Um, There is a national suicide hotline, which I should have had the number. My goodness. You know, this is what happens when you do an impromptu podcast. Give me one second. I'm going to look that up for you. Just in case you can't get to a computer. Let me go ahead and get that. And you can call this hotline if you just need someone to vent to. Um, You don't have to be suicidal. National Suicide Prevention Lifeline. 24 hours. Okay, so it's 800-273-8255. And that's 800-273-8255. You need someone to talk to. Or if you need help finding someone in your area, then if you don't have health insurance, check into clinics for my veterans, for my fellow veterans, you can always go to the VA hospital. Okay, so I'm going to leave you with that. And <laughs> look, we're all on a journey. For some of you, you know something about me that you never thought would be true. A whole lot of stuff. And that's because I don't walk around. I've been through fire and I don't smell like smoke. I'm not burnt or nothing like that. And I don't walk around with this woe is me attitude. I just don't. But I need you to understand we're all hurting on some level. Every single one of us in our own individual lives. Some days are better than others. This is why you don't want to compare yourself to people on social media. I told you already, I know what it's like to have money and still be miserable. There's nothing that I could buy or nothing that they could buy me that was going to make me feel happy on the inside. That high lasts maybe two to three minutes. And then it's like, okay, I have this. Let me buy something else. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You're chasing something and you're trying to fill a cup that has a hole in the bottom of it. It's never going to happen. But when you become secure in yourself, there's no hole at the bottom of that cup and you can fill, fill it up. 
When I said in the beginning of this podcast that I'm alone, I simply and only were talking about by people, relationship on this earth. But I'm not alone. Because I have God and I have the angels that watch over me. I'm not alone. And I have beautiful animals. And with the type of spirit that I have and the type of discernment, in no time, I will attract good people, better people. Because I'm a better person now than I was before. So I'm going to leave you with that. And I hope and pray that you, that you, you know, as you kind of go through your week or whatever, whenever you listen to this, that you really, really embed this in yourself. Go visit the Glow Mob. <laughs> go visit theglowupblog.com. Like I said, this was an impromptu podcast, so <laughs> I'm not editing it. This is real. This is raw. Peace and blessings to all of you. Until next time.